Sprinkles, Santa Claus's special elf. Because everything is special with Sprinkles. <laughs> Santa Claus knows you're special too, and he has something to say to you. So listen close as Santa Claus shares holiday cheer with you. You can leave a special message for Santa Claus and get on the nice list at www.santaclaussays.net. Now here is the big man himself, Santa Claus! Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas to all the boys and girls of the entire world from every continent, every child loves Santa Claus, and Santa Claus loves you, and I welcome you to SantaClausSays.net. This is the show where Santa Claus comes to you with three messages to give you every day during Christmas time of 2023. I give you Christmas cheer and sprinkles. Our elf helps us with that. We read a Christmas story of an adventure, and we read a letter to Santa Claus. We want you to know that you can always go to SantaClausSays.net. You can leave me a voice message. You can leave me a text message. I get those on my purple cell phone. Or you can leave me an email. And you can do that at SantaClausSays.net slash present. I'll get your email and I'll send you a present uh, as well. This coming Saturday... Uh, and every Saturday up until Christmas, we have a special time, a Santa Claus Says Live Breakfast with Santa. That's at 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. You may want to look at your time zones to figure that out, where Santa tells more Christmas stories and has more Christmas fun with you. And I have my hot cocoa and my cookies, which you will want to give to leave out for me on Christmas Eve. And we want you to do that. Also, if you're interested... You can get your parents to look into the opportunity to have a video with Santa or a video chat, a Zoom call with Santa. You can find all of that at SantaClausSays.net. There is our chimes, boys and girls, which means it's time for story time here at Santa Claus Says. We read the story, this adventure story, called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. And this book is written by a man named L. Frank Baum, who also wrote the book called The Wizard of Oz. And this book comes to us courtesy of the good folks at the Gutenberg Project. And we are reading a, a portion of a chapter every day up until Christmas. We're reading the section about the manhood of Jesus. And this is chapter four, the manhood of Jesus. It's called How Mary Became Frightened. So let's read the story. The winter was over now, and all the Laughing Valley was filled with joyous excitement. The brook was so happy at being free once again that it gurgled more boisterously than ever and dashed so recklessly against the rocks that it sent showers of spray high in the air. The grass thrust its sharp little blades upward through the, dead, through the mat of dead stalks where it had hidden from the snow, but the flowers were yet too timid to show themselves although the riles were busy feeding their roots. The sun was in remarkably good humor and sent its rays dancing merrily throughout the valley. Claus was eating dinner one day when he heard a timid knock on his door. Come in, he called. No one entered, but after a pause, there was another rapping. 
Claus jumped up and threw open the door. Before him stood a small girl holding a small, a smaller brother fast by the hand. Is it you, Tyus? she asked shyly. Indeed I am, dear, he answered with a laugh. Ho, 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 as he caught both children in his arms and kissed them. You are very welcome, and you have come here just in time to share my dinner. He took them to the table and fed them with fresh milk and nut cakes. When they had eaten enough, he asked, Why have you made this long journey to see me? It was a tat, replied Mary, and her brother, who had not yet learned to speak many words, nodded his head and exclaimed like echo, Tat! Tat! Oh, you want one of my toy cats, do you? returned Claus, greatly pleased to discover that his creations were popular with children. The little visitors nod eagerly. Unfortunately, he continued, I have but one cat ready now, for I carried two to children in town yesterday. And the one I have shall be given to your brother, Mary, because he is smaller. And the next one I make shall be for you. The boy's face was bright and with smiles as he took the precious toy Claus held out to him. But little Mary covered her face in her arms and began to sob grievously. Uh-huh, uh, I want that now, she wailed. Her disappointment made Claus feel miserable for a moment. Then he suddenly remembered, Shigra. Don't cry, darling, he said soothingly. I have a toy much nicer than a cat, and you shall have that. He went to the cupboard and drew out the image of the lioness, which he placed on the table before Mary. The girl raised her arm and gave one glance at the fierce teeth and glaring eyes of the beast, and then uttered a terrified scream. She rushed from the house. The boy followed her, also screaming lustily and even dropping his precious cat for fear. For a moment, Claus stood motionless, being puzzled and astonished. Then he threw Shigra's image into the cupboard and ran after the children, calling for them to not be frightened. Little Mary stopped in her flight, and her brother clung to her skirt, but they both cast fearful glances at the house until Claus had assured them many times that the beast had not been locked in the cupboard. Yet, while they were frightened at seeing it, he asked, It is only a toy to play with. It's bad, said Mary, and, 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 just horrid, and, and, not a bit nice, like tats. Perhaps you are right, returned Claus, thoughtfully. But if you will return with me to the house, I will soon make you a pretty cat. So they timidly entered the house again, having faith in their friend's words. And afterward, they had the joy of watching Claus carve out a cat from a bit of wood and paint it with natural colors. It did not take him long to do this, for he had become very skillful with the knife by this time. And Mary loved the toy the more dearly because she had seen it made. After his little visitors had trotted away on their journey homeward, Claus sat long in deep thought. And he decided that such fierce creatures as his friend the lioness could never do as models from which to fashion his toys. There must be nothing to frighten the dear babies, he reflected. Well, I know Shigra well, and I am not afraid of her. It is but natural that children should look upon her image with terror. Hereafter I will choose such mild-mannered animals as squirrels and rabbits and deer and lampkins for which to carve my toys. For then the little ones will love 
will love them rather than fear them. He began his work that very day, and before bedtime had made a wooden rabbit and a lamb. They were not quite so lifelike as the cats had been, because they were formed from memory. While Blinky had sat there very still for Claus to look at while he worked. But the new toys pleased the children nonetheless, and the fame of Claus' playthings quickly spread to every cottage on the plain and village. He always carried his gifts to the sick and crippled children, but to those who were strong enough walked to the house in the valley to ask for them. So a little path was soon worn from the plain to the door of the toy maker's cottage. First came the children who had been playmates with Claus before he began to make toys. These, you see, these, you may be sure, were well supplied. Then children who lived further away heard of the wonderful images and made journeys to the valley to secure them. All little ones were welcome, and never a one went away empty-handed. This demand for his handiwork kept Claus busy and occupied, but he was quite happy knowing the pleasure he gave so many of the dear children. His friends, the immortals, were pleased with his success and supported him bravely. The Canucks selected him selected for him clear pieces of soft wood that his knife might not be blunted by cutting them. The Riles kept him supplied with paint of all the colors and brushes fashioned for the tips of Timothy grasses. The fairies discovered that the workmen needed saws and chisels and hammers and nails, as well as knives, and brought to him a goodly array of such tools. Claus soon turned his living room into a most wonderful workshop. He built a bench before the window and arranged his toys and paints so that he could reach everything as he sat on his stool. And as he finished toy for toy to the delight of the children, he found himself growing so gay and happily and happy that he could not refrain from singing and whistling and laughing all the day long. It's because I live in the Laughing Valley, where everything else laughs, said Claus. But that was not the only reason. That concludes this chapter, boys and girls. The next chapter is chapter 5, How Bessie Blysom Came to the Laughing Valley. So you want to tune in again tomorrow here for our next episode of SantaClausSays.net to hear the story of the life and the adventures of Santa Claus. If you missed a prior episode, go back and listen to those at SantaClausSays.net and don't miss another episode as we get closer and closer to Christmas here as Santa Claus says. There's our glockenspiel, boys and girls, which means that it is time now for our letter to Santa. And we want to remind you that you can send your letters and you can send your messages to Santa here at SantaClausSays.net. And if you send it to SantaClausSays.net, you can leave me a voicemail or a text or a email at SantaClausSays.net slash present and I will send you a present. So we look forward to hearing from you very, very soon. Here's our letter to Santa for to for today. Hi, Santa. My name is Megan, and my elf hasn't moved from my shelf. <laughs> Does Sprinkles have a shelf? She is so happy. Indeed, Sprinkles is very, very happy. And I thank you for your letter, Megan. And remember to leave 
cookies and hot cocoa for Santa on Christmas Eve. And uh, know that surprises is what Santa loves to give more than anything else. Yeah, anything, any Christmas wish you have, Santa loves to give surprises. And we'd love to see you, and we'd love to hear from you here at SantaClausSays.net. Well, there's our glockenspiel. There's our chimes, boys and girls. That means it's about time to say goodbye for this episode of Santa Claus Says. We want to remind you that you can always write to me and message me at SantaClausSays.net. You can leave me a voice message a text message, or an email at santaclaussays.net present. You can also have the opportunity there to have a video message from Santa Claus or a video chat, a Zoom call from Santa Claus. It's all there at santaclaussays.net. And don't forget, this Saturday, December 9th, December, and also December 16th and December 23, Breakfast with Santa on YouTube Live at 9 o'clock a.m., Eastern time, and hope that you'll join me at YouTube. That's Santa Claus says at YouTube. Well, it's been good to be with you, boys and girls. Santa Claus loves you and listens to you. And remember that Santa Claus says to be good for goodness sakes. Goodbye, boys and girls. <laughs> You're special to Santa Claus, just like sprinkles. <laughs> Get on Santa's nice list at SantaClausSays.net and watch Santa Claus Says on YouTube. Tell him Sprinkles sent you. 